Welcome to The Daily Dump, the podcast that's so informative, it'll make your brain overflow. With your host, Jasmine Sherman, the future president of the United States, here to share their invaluable wisdom and wit. Now, you might be wondering, why is a presidential candidate hosting a podcast? Well, because they're just that amazing. Who needs diplomacy when you can have The Daily Dump? It's like diplomacy, but with more humor and fewer international incidents. And before we dive into today's topics, a quick reminder, we tackle adult themes and use adult language. So if you're easily offended, go listen to some other boring sanitized podcast. This is the real world, folks. Speaking of the real world, this November, we acknowledge some pretty heavy stuff. We're talking ethnic cleansings funded by American tax dollars. Yes, you heard me right. It's almost as shocking as finding out your favorite cereal isn't made with real marshmallows. But don't worry, we'll keep it light and entertaining while discussing these serious issues. In the meantime, let's all remember that one day soon, we'll free Palestine, the Congo, and the Sudan. And in the spirit of unity, let's hope they won't decide to run for president after listening to this show. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your brain cells exercised or at least mildly amused, as we dive headfirst into the absurdities of life. It's the daily dump with yours truly, Jasmine Sherman, because sometimes you just need a daily dose of sarcasm to survive. Don't forget to tune in every Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain, and 7 p.m. Pacific. But hey, if you miss an episode, don't worry. We'll still be here shaking our heads at the world and making you laugh at the chaos. Good evening, good evening, everyone. I am your host, Jasmine Sherman, candidate Sherman. Just been put on the California primary ballot for the Peace and Freedom Party, Sherman. Um, and I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. There's a ton of updates we have to do. We were off for a week, um, partially because I was traveling. Because, you know, running for president, you got to go do some shit. And... I want people to get to introduce themselves and we're going to talk about this week, what we missed, didn't cover, because it's a lot and most of it is depressing, but that's okay because we're going to try to make it a little bit less painful in this. I, I say less painful in the terms of like, do you want to slide on a bed of glass or do you want to walk on a bed of nails? We're going to let you choose your own adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know another way to say. <laughs> it does sound terrible. But they are. Americans love terrible choices, but you guys should introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Story. Uh, I write things. Hey, it's just Tyler disguised as Jasmine tonight. Because who wouldn't be Jasmine running for president? Listen, I think I think that would be a terrible thing. Don't be me. Be you. That's the problem I think we have. Everybody wants to be somebody else or people don't have the courage to be themselves. Uh, I don't want to be nobody but me. And I don't even think I want to be me. I was talking to someone and they're like, well, I suggest you do something. And I was like, hold up, player. You know, I'm like 38 fucking years old. Do you think peer pressure or intimidation is going to work on my black ass? Like, I smell farts first. I'm not scared of you. Like, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, what is with, what is with the mediocre male? 
I'm not going to tell you what demographic they're a part of, but what what is it with them that they say such things and then they're surprised when you go, who are you talking to? I don't know where they get the audacity, but they should put it back. Well, <laughs> because they're not used to hearing the word no. Like, they're really not. They're used to doing whatever they want. And when somebody challenges that, they're like, what the fuck? What do I do with this? Somebody told me no. And society for so long has been catering to certain demographics that decentering those demographics uh, gets misinterpreted as an attack or oppression when really it's just equity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, when somebody tries to peer pressure you, let them know. You're not the one, and this is not the day. Or, my personal favorite, this is not the time and place for that kind of conversation. I'll let you know when it's appropriate. Because <laughs> who? I, I just think that that's, that's the thing. They, let's treat it like they treat protests. Oh, this isn't the time and place. This uh, Come back in a different. Like, we've got, we've got to heal from this. The wound is too soon. <sighs> But I did want to read you guys a thing, and I'm going to try to read it succinctly. Um, it is about Palestine, because like that's some shit that we need to talk about and that bullshit fake-ass ceasefire that wasn't a ceasefire, nor... Either way, let me go on and read this statement. <laughs> statement from the Deputy Secretary General of the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine. To the steadfast masses of our people in all places our great people in Gaza, in the land of dignity, heroism, sacrifice, and defiance. Gaza, the blood and soul of Palestine, the creator of miracles and the conqueror of armies. Our heroic resistance, you with your heroism, are laying the foundations of victory. Words fail to honor your worth or describe your sacrifices. Apologies to you, Gaza, O shrine of martyrs, O pride of Palestine, and its remaining bleeding wound. O jewel on the Arab and Islamic nation's forehead, the glory of all Arabs and the icon of the world's free people. You proclaim your right to life and freedom and your love for Palestine. Salute to the pure souls of the martyrs, to the most sacred blood spilled by the vilest and the most despicable murderers on the earth, the Zionist killers of innocence. Salute to the families and the relatives of the martyrs, nobler than all of us to be displaced and grieved to those whose homes were destroyed by the Zionist hatred and international conspiracy, to the children starved by Zionist malice and international collusion. Salute to the doctors, paramedics, and civil defense workers who stood firm and sacrificed to fulfill their duty towards our wounded. Salute to the wounded enduring pain and bearing costs of the crime, of the siege imposed by all the evil forces and the powers of this world. Salute to the brave warriors of truth among journalists and media professionals who were at the forefront of this battle to convey the truth to the world. And peace be upon you, O Phoenix, that rises from beneath the embers, destruction and ashes, to shatter every iron sword of the invaders and to create the coming flood of victory. To our people, our blood and our flesh, from your grandeur are written the epics of dignity, honor, and refusal of displacement or surrender. We behold the greatness of your steadfastness, 
steadfastness and sacrifices, your determination to resist displacement or surrender. We see it in the meaning of every word of resistance. This patience and steadfastness are the resistance. It's the foundation, its essence, and the path to its continuation, not only in Gaza, but throughout all of Palestine. The pain is immense, the wounds are deep, and the souls are tormented, groaning under this injustice. But your cries of pain and anger through generations have created the revolution of Palestine, the epic of the 7th of October, and that and what they are initiated their revenge against the enemy will defeat this enemy and topple the aggression with your will, sacrifices, and firm resistance. O masses of Palestine, the Arab nation, and the free people of the world, we are at a pivotal moment in the course of this battle and the history of Palestine, the region, and the Arab nation. We restore the value, dignity of the Arab human and topple the plans of liquidation of the Palestinian cause and the genocide and displacement of the Palestinian people in of this legendary scene embodied by our people and the brave resistance. We affirm the following. The genocidal war waged by the criminal enemies against our people targets all of Palestine and our entire people, and it did not begin on October 7th. Thus, we are called upon to adopt a united Palestine Palestinian national stance that adheres to the rights of our people and reflects their unity. From a position of national historical responsibility, we call everyone to immediately begin forming a united national emergency leadership front to confront this aggression and manage the political and field battle, resisting the liquidation and displacement plans. Two, everyone must bear responsibility and is demanded to contribute to overthrowing the aims of this aggression, rejecting the occupation and its support to plans to uproot the resistance or demonize any of its factions or accuse them of terrorism and to confront the displacement projects. There is no way to bypass the legitimate rights of our people, even if all the powers of the if even if all the powers of the earth were to unite against us. Three, our people alone possess the right to determine their destiny and chart their future. And we will not allow any force or entity in this world to impose its guardianship over them, neither Gaza nor any inch of Palestine. We will resist any involvement by any Arab or international state or party in the plans of the forces of aggression regarding the fate of our people. The enemy's prisoners will only be released by stopping the aggression, breaking the siege, and releasing all of our prisoners. The temporary truce imposed by the resistance on the occupation through its through its will does not substitute the necessity for an immediate halt to the aggression in all its forms, removing its effects and reconstruction. Four, the United States, along with all colonial governments, is primarily responsible for the continuation of this aggression and has supplied it with all means of bombing and destruction, making their, their forces and fleets a legitimate target for all honorable fighters to force them to stop the aggression. The Arab five, the Arab nation, I'm sorry, the Arab stance has not risen to the minimum level of duty required on any of its levels to end the aggression, and it is still incapable of enforcing the feeble decisions issued by the Arab League. Therefore, we call on the Arab masses 
the peoples of the region, and the free people of the world to escalate their struggle against the forces in the countries of aggression and to act against the interests of parties involved in the aggression. Six, international institutions, foremost among them United Nations, are complicit in the aggression and in covering up its crimes in the genocidal war, the deadly siege, and targeting of hospitals. Hence, we call upon the global conscience and all the free people of the world to act to hold those responsible, accountable, and to prosecute them as accomplices in war crimes according to the degree of their involvement. Seven, we salute the axis of resistance in Lebanon, particularly our brothers in Hezbollah and in Yemen, Iraq, and Syria, who have taken the initiative since the onsite of al flood to engage in a real war of attrition against the Zionist enemy. Oh, I couldn't say that. Against the Zionist enemy. Our greatest steadfast people in Gaza, the West Bank, Al-Kids, the occupied territories in the refugee and the diaspora camps. Diaspora camps. Despite the conspiracy of the whole world against you, your feats and sacrifices will remain eternal. From a position of responsibility, we will remain your shield and servants to you and your people. A sword defending your rights. You must trust the resistance and its decisions, rally around it, and have faith in its capable and responsible management of this battle to repel the aggression, to inflict a new defeat on the criminal Netanyahu and his gang, where the resistance imposes its wills, terms, equations on the path of the decisive, inevitable victory over this criminal Zionist entity. For you and Palestine, we will fight together, win together, and remain free together with our heads held high. Glory to the martyrs, victory to Palestine, freedom to the prisoner, healing to the wounded. What'd you guys think? I know that was long and I read it really slowly and I apologize, but what are your thoughts on this? Assalamu alaikum. It was it was it was it was heavy, right? Important though. Important. And like anyone who reads that unclouded by bias cannot say anything against that. That is all reasonable. That is important. That is what every other fucking organization of people gets that that we treat with any decency and respect point four really stuck out in my mind the united states along with all colonial governments is primarily responsible for the continuation of this aggression and has supplied it with all means of bombing and destruction making their forces and fleets a legitimate target for all honorable fighters to force them to stop the aggression. It's true, we are responsible. Yeah, but making their forces and fleets a legitimate target. I do not believe that there is a wrong way to protest. I, I strongly say that regularly. There is no wrong way to protest. Right, because a protest is the first level of communication. After you've tried other reasonable forms of communication, less 
drastic forms of communication. Like, do y'all remember Colin Kaepernick? Like, homeboy was was kneeling. That is a form of protest, right? <clears throat> and so I read that, and I think that Americans are going to lose their lives in this bullshit. I read that, and I go, they're going to let young Americans go overseas to help Israel fight this war, let some lives be lost so that they can try to ignite some type of false camaraderie, patriotism, or worse, allow something to happen on our soil. I I, I know that sounds really conspiracy theory, but like America goes everywhere else around the world and starts shit on the literal soil. It's already happening over here. Like, people are getting into arguments, getting into fights. Like, one of the articles that we were going to go over tonight was um, a man shot three Palestinian descents for no reason. He's not even getting charged with the hate crime. And he pled not guilty. So for anybody that doesn't understand what we're talking about, on Saturday, three Palestinian individuals, they were wearing, okay, I'm not going to mess up the name of this scarf, but they were wearing a specific uh, item that, that's pretty familiar, right? Like we all know it's a scarf, but I cannot think, it starts with a K and I cannot think of how to pronounce it correctly. And I'm not going to be butchering any more words tonight. I would try not to, but they were, they, they each had their thing on, right? Like their, their support. And the guy, they walked past his house and old boy came out and started firing. And the, the problem is one of the dudes didn't even realize he was shot after he convinced somebody to call 911. We know that the six-year-old was attacked. He lost his entire life at six. We know his mom was in critical condition. Like, things are escalating. I'm, I'm, we know about that disgusting piece of shit that worked for Obama that was harassing that Palestinian man. I I, I know everybody is worried about anti-Semitism being on the rise. But can we talk about the anti-Islamophobic? Like, Islamic, like, there's a sentiment here. Like, so many people are Islamophobic, and I, and I don't think that's safe. I don't think that's okay. And I want to be clear, just because someone practices Islam does not necessarily mean they're Palestinian. Not all Palestinians are Muslim. But there are increases of attacks happening to Palestinians on our soil. And the people killed in Vermont were, I think, second generation. They they were born here. They were Americans of Palestinian descent. So it's not even anyone that's anything to do with what's going on over there. It's just blatant hate crimes. It is a problem. We should talk about it. I was going to say, but you can't say hate crime because he wasn't charged with a hate crime because there's a fine line about what's a hate crime and what is not a hate crime. I love our justice system. I really do. Right, because he didn't use any slurs or whatever qualifiers. So pay attention, people. If you are attacked and you hear any slur, let the officials know that you heard the slur because that escalates the charges. 
It's a hate crime. Um, you should you should definitely let them know what you heard. And I'm not saying that I want people to have hate crimes happen. I'd actually prefer that you do things to protect yourself. Um, and and the worst part is. It's not a, like being in a group. Those gentlemen were in a group, right? But a gun and a group, it doesn't it doesn't level the playing field. Which you know, did you guys hear that we want to give a hundred and five billion dollars to other countries? No, I didn't. For what? When? We can't even get my student loans paid off. I just only have forty two thousand of student loans. Only forty two thousand. You know what I could do with forty two thousand? Shoot, Magic City. Wait, that's a no. Wait, that's not a good investment. Hold on, that's not true either. Them them people got kids. The balancers need love. Nah, it's just crazy. And then I watched. Did you guys watch the release of the? the so-called prisoners, the hostage exchange? I didn't watch it. They were kids. They were children coming back home to their parents. Children. Like, not... Like, and these are people who've been, who apparently had been in for so long, they were scheduled for release anyway. Um, But these people, like, are not over 18, which means they were taken when they were 14, 13, 11, 12. But we're set like I, I'm just it's disgusting to me and and I'm so pissed because there are still people trying to defend Joe Biden, trying to tell people you still gotta vote for Joe Biden. Like I don't understand how you can look at a Palestinian American and say you need to vote for Joe Biden when Joe Biden is killing Palestinian. Like, do you guys get like am I like am I off? No. You're not. No. Because like, how can like you side with a group of people that are that is okay bombing a hospital knowing that there are children and babies in there? How are you how are people okay with that? I was talking to someone about the Jasmine Sherman campaign the other day, just some random person who said he liked my bumper stickers. And he was like, yeah, well, but Joe Biden. And I said, Joe Biden is a white supremacist. And he goes, well, I guess. And he shrugged. And I said, I'm sorry, that's a deal breaker for me. And it is weird that it is not a deal breaker for you. And I drove away. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, why are they so weird and like proud of it? Like, yeah. like they're like, you're going to vote in fascism. What's the definition of fascism? Because it's here. Like, people's accounts on social media are being taken away. Bison, who's literally on the ground, right? This is for people who are not, like, on TikTok or social media. This is a reporter sharing their live experiences. Um, and they're muting her videos. So that people can't hear what she's saying about the things that she is literally living through. Motaz, that is a another reporter. Pal Palastia, another reporter. 
they're being threatened. Like they just, a video came out where the IDF or IOF is like, hey, you need to make content that's different because we know where you are. Hence, we called you. Like that's some threatening shit. And like a boss, he was like, fuck you and your mama. I don't know. Like you guys get what I'm saying? Also, real quick, you guys, we do need to go to a commercial break, but I do want to pose to the audience and people I know. So when I started running this campaign, it was one person with some stubby fingers. And I went to a Wix website. I now need a different website because I cannot continue to work with these uh, Wix because they support Israel and that's part of the boycott. If you have any suggestions on another provider, please, please, please contact us at official account at fastsocials.com. It's not that I can't do it. It's just that there's a lot going on this week, you know, between protests, filing paperwork, signing paperwork, mailing paperwork, traveling. If you are someone with that expertise, please reach out to the show so we can further expedite our lack of assistance for Israel. I actually was looking up some websites earlier today and I found some, but you know, capitalism made me busy. So got you. So then email some of those suggestions to official account at fatsocialist.com. You know what? I will. I think you will as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. We'll be right back from commercial to talk about more articles. I'll be my friend now. Hey there, fellow Earthlings. It's time to talk about the campaign of the century, the Jasmine Sherman for President 2024 campaign. Oh, yeah, it's a real game changer. Now, if you're tired of boring old politics and are just looking for a good laugh, this campaign's got you covered. We've got T-shirts and sweatshirts for our supporters and our detractors. After all, who doesn't want to sport a Jasmine Sherman for President shirt that's so comfy It'll make even your opposition reconsider their choices. But wait, there's more. We've got a whole line of merch dedicated to the sensible Americans out there who believe in the liberation of Palestine, Sudan, and the Congo. Because, you know, nothing screams foreign policy like sipping your morning coffee from a free Palestine mug, right? And what better way to show off your international awareness than by wearing a Jasmine for President hoodie? It's so warm, you might even convince your friends that it's sensible to have them in charge. But hey, we're all about choices here. You want to support the campaign with a vote Jasmine tote bag? Or maybe you're more of a reconsidered Jasmine face mask person. We've got you covered, my friends. So join the movement that's making politics fun again. Get your Jasmine Sherman, they, them, for President 2024 campaign merch today. Because who says political campaigns can't be both sarcastically funny and thought-provoking? Go to our website and let's liberate those wardrobes one t-shirt at a time.
And we're back. And we want to talk about money. I want to talk about Black Friday. So I do not celebrate Thanksgiving. I think it is a disgusting celebration. Um, because it really is just celebrating the genocide and ethnic cleansing of indigenous um, people of Turtle Island. So I don't participate in that. And I also don't participate in Black Friday because that was about slavery. Um, so, but I love to participate in a good boycott. I mean, if you like, don't buy something, don't buy something. Do you know who has not been buying something? <laughs> Boycotting is not hard. Starbucks, McDonald's, they're on the boycott list. I want to clarify some things for people as well. Starbucks is on the boycott list because Starbucks is a union busting piece of shit entity with cheap ass, expensive ass coffee. And by cheap ass, I mean, it don't cost them that much, but they charge an arm and a leg for that bullshit. But I digress. That organization sued their union, which was in support of Free Palestine. That is why their shit, they're problematic for unionism. They're problematic for their workers. But I wanted to clarify, they're still being boycotted, but not explicitly for that. Now, McDonald's. McDonald's is a piece of shit. Burger King's a piece of shit. They're donating, like, McDonald's is donating free food. Burger King's donating cash. And that's why they're on the boycott list. You can get you a burger anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Even I can learn how to make a microwave of a burger. White Castle. Uh, I'm not trying to get it. I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. You know, you put it in for 30 minutes or something like that. Wait, what? No. No, no, no. 30 seconds to a, to a minute and a half. For a burger? No, no, no. You got to for cook. White Castle. White Castles are pre-cooked. You just got to heat them up. Do not, do not put them in for 30 minutes. You'll set the fire. Okay, y'all. Uh, new thing. I'm good at politics. I'm good at fighting. I'm good at cussing and I'm good at drinking. I am not good at cooking. <laughs> can't do it um, but most people knew that already Um, okay the point I'm trying to make is save money but we do have a recent article now please note in all things the last 50 some days the media we've been able to see literally lies to us right so there was an article that came out talking about Black Friday. And I just told you, we're boycotting. We're not buying TVs. We're not buying Apple. We're not buying uh, Androids. We're not vaping anymore. We're quitting vaping. Because that hurts the people in the Congo. So CNBC, nefarious, felonious intent. I call CAP CNBC. And I hope y'all will consider joining the CAP Brigade. They made, they said their key points were Black Friday generated $9.8 billion in the U.S. online sales, according to Adobe Analytics, up from 7.5% from a year ago. The spending bump reflects consumers looking to take advantage of big deal days and find it easier to compare discounts online. After Cyber Monday, sales will likely taper off through the rest of the holiday season as retailers trim discounts. Now, Black Friday discounts were not discounts this year. Like, I'm not a shopper, right? But, like, y'all saw the tags. Did you guys see that? 
like the prices were the same or like people are tracking it on the website that the price was raised a couple months ahead of time and then back to the original price i actually saw that because um one there's a viral tiktok they went to target and saw it and two i have this extension for amazon yes i know we're guiding amazon but yes i have seen that and like some of my teas that I do get or used to get from Amazon now, I need to find another supplier. It was like raised in a couple of dollars. Mm, my bad. I know that sucks. But we we gotta do we gotta do the right thing. I'm proud of you for sacrifice. There are people right now doing a hunger strike in front of the White House. Uh, so people need to keep that in mind. They are doing a hunger strike. Like that's where we're at. Um, yesterday they shut down a bridge in Canada for four minutes they shut down the Manhattan Bridge this morning I know because I was leaving New York <laughs> it was beautiful it was beautiful um, so I have a question for you since you're, you do do protests if somebody mm-hmm. does want to start a protest what would be your recommendation Okay, so the first thing you need to do is decide how you want to show up because there's no wrong way to protest. You can look at getting a permit, right? Some places require you to get permits if you want to use speakers with um, amplified sound. Some places require you to get a permit, depending on how many people. You really have to check the laws where you are. But it is nothing to take a piece of cardboard or a flag and go stand on a street corner somewhere in front of a government building. And I say like somewhere in front of a government building because nobody should be able to like physically hurt you outside of, you know, pigs. Um, But like a stranger wouldn't be able to like have carte blanche if you're doing it by yourself. I also recommend if you are going to do it by yourself, be somewhere that's a lot of footage, right? A lot of light footage, but protect yourself. But for the most part, there's no wrong way to protest. You could take a little chair, little lawn chair, sit down somewhere, hold a sign. I mean, it just depends on what scale you're trying to do, how many people you know, how close you are into your community where you could be like, well, I only know one person, but I have a friend who's in the Girl Scouts and she knows a bunch of other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just about getting motherfuckers together. Uh, But in regard to this economy situation, though, you guys, we need to go back. So what they're saying is that we spent, they're saying that people didn't go to the stores. That's why Black Friday wasn't crazy. And that they bought everything online. But I want to ask you guys to think about something. The $60 of groceries today buy you the same amount of food that $60 of groceries brought you last year. No. No, absolutely not. Okay, I spent so $80 um, like earlier this week. And it literally bought me one pack of sushi because I went to Kroger's and it wasn't on sale because it's not Wednesday. Um, like three pounds of ground beef, some juice, some chips, three bell peppers, and some other stuff that ended up being $80 in like four bags. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a lot of food. It wasn't. And when you apply that to the, the larger purchases, everything is more expensive. And so, yeah, they made $2 billion more than last year, 
but did they actually sell that much more than they sold last year worth of merchandise? I don't think so. I don't know. That's anecdotal. I don't have any evidence for that other than just like what I've seen and who I know, but like, no, I mean, that's not, that, yeah, that's not, no, it makes sense what you said. The reason I brought it up and I phrased it that way. And I asked that question is because the article, my words, I told you I was going to try not to be a weird mouth tonight. Black Friday e-commerce spending popped up 7.5% from a year earlier, reaching a record $9 billion. According to an Adobe Analytics report, a further indication was pre-conscious, price-conscious customers want to spend the best deals. They didn't account for inflation. No. This article was written by someone that read data that did not account for inflation. And, and like, so I want people to be on, like mindful now, like when we're talking about critical thinking, when we're talking about fake news, when we're talking about where we're going from here, right? Like, I think that's something that we need to be mindful about, about who we get our information from. Because if Rebecca Picado could write this article in such a way to be dishonest, because she did not take into account inflation, she did not take into account this is not a bump and that adobe is trying to sell shit <laughs> like i don't know y'all it just it pisses me off because the way they phrase it is like the buyers like you regular americans are the problem when we know what food costs right like how are y'all doing with your light bills your water bills shit do you have water flint mississippi alabama in certain parts so doesn't have clean water And just so you know, Adobe gathers its data by analyzing 1 trillion visits to U.S. retail websites, 18 product categories, and 100 million unique items. It does not track brick-and-mortar retail transactions. So I think you guys need to keep that in mind. Their report... I just looked up what the inflation is. Let me just do what the percentage is, but I think that um, you're 100% right. Dun, 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 math is happening. Dun, 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 math is happening. Why are you looking at me? My dog is looking at me like I need to go outside. Someone has to let me go outside. And I'm looking at him like I need you to hang on for a okay. little bit. Sorry. Okay, math time. Math. So uh, you said it went up 7 point something? 7.5%. Percent. Mm -hmm. uh, the amount that inflation rose was 9.6%. <laughs> so for people who don't understand, your dollar is worth less today than it was yesterday. So the number is bigger because you know how like you go somewhere and I'm not pooping on anybody, but let's pick on South Korea. South Korea... 10,000 won is essentially $10, right? But you see, there's a thousand there, right? You see? Think about that. Because the dollar today 
is I mean, and y'all feel it already. When was the last time? When was the last time you went to the dollar twenty-five store? <laughs> right? Like it's it's we 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 have a problem. We visibly see it and we go, but I'm genociding with battle. <laughs> don't want to change. And don't want to change. Do you know what a hundred and five billion fucking dollars could do for American citizens? I do because we've written policies that cost less than that that would change everyone's life. That cost less than that. Like that's the craziest part. Everybody knows it's cheaper to keep her. So give everybody quality housing and then save the cost by just maintaining that house and that domicile impeccably. We don't have to keep cutting down new environments and new trees and using up new resources and having more kids farm Colton. We don't have to do those things, but no, we want to keep doing those things because we don't want to be inconvenienced, right? right. We, we want, we want, and I, my, my other question, and this is an immature question, it's a petty question. How many fucking TVs do y'all need? <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't got a big TV at your house by now. We have projectors. <laughs> I don't know. Was that? I don't even have a TV. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I think that people. Uh, there's like a, a forced obsolescence thing happening with smart TVs now, where it's like, oh, my TV can't update anymore, and it's like just another way to get people to spend money they don't have. You know. I don't even use my TV. I I have like I have a smart TV. It's in my room, and if I want to watch something, I just use my laptop or my tablet because I am going on special websites that I can't get on my TV. Oh, I figured out how to get it on my TV. Are you using a Roku or are you using um? I have both. So if you have a Roku. You would just cast it using um, like web video cast. If you have a fire stick, you would just type it in on Amazon Silk. Okay. So that's how I've been doing it. But I agree with you. I watch things mostly on my tablet because I'm working all the time, right? Like the tablet and the computer and my desk or like I'm laying on my bed facing away from the TV working. So like it's very rare that I look at a TV screen. Mm-hmm. And now they've made them shits touch screen. Why has it got to be touch screen? The remote been working all these years. Why do you want to put your fingerprints on the TV? Yeah, I can't. I mean, I think touch screen is a, a terrible idea for television. I think it's nostalgia. Because remember back in the day when you were like, I don't know, like five or four, one of your parents was like, hey, go change the channel. Yeah. And- <laughs> that's my thought that's that's yeah i read a meme i just thought that was black life tell me about your meme i read a meme that said remember when you could feel the fur on the television do you know the static the pops and the clicks yo we're so old do you hear (laughs) us yo i saw a tiktok and this girl was like my niece asked me how was it during slavery and this girl goes i was born in 02 Right? <laughs> oh my God, we're old. 
But I remember that on the TV. That's crazy. Yeah. I do think that we need to talk about the group taking Portugal to jail. I mean, not jail, to court. Have you guys heard about that? Over yeah. Yeah, I heard about it because I put the article in it, and I think that's kind of smart. It needs to be done. Uh, Portugal is one of the countries that signed on to the Paris Agreement of, for climate change. Um, mm -hmm. And then they're just not, they're not doing it. They're not. And so, so people are protesting and people are suing them and people are mad and they should be. And we should be that type of mad here. I hope you're getting there though. Oh yeah. Also, yeah, Gen Z. go ahead. No, have you ever heard of, oh my God, it's a squid. Oh my God, it's a squid and it's, I've just thought about it. It's like 26 feet long. And it lives like 2,000 meters under the ocean. I, I just need people to understand what the problem with me and this squid is, right? Because if we have a climate change issue something called a big fin squid look this shit up something called a big fin squid is coming and we have only ever seen the babies we have never seen no grown adults sea monster days ahead got it no but like no 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 this is this is too big to be a sea i need y'all to stay like and i say y'all and I say y'all respectfully because I'm not trying to say black people don't do this. But those black people don't talk to the rest of us black people because I be damned. Have y'all seen this kind of thing? It's in the ocean. And if the client, if the, like, do y'all know how to, the orcas are big and they're hitting boats. They're, they're hitting yachts. Do you know how long an orca is? Do you know how big an orca is? It's pretty big. A little smaller than a school bus. It's like a short bus. Smaller Small than, and a, and, a, and a short bus, I mean, a school bus is 40 feet. I know, because we have a 40-foot bus, right? No, no, this is a, this is a, the orcas are like, they're like 14 feet. But the there are whales that are like bus size. But either way, whales are huge, and these are bigger, is the, where we're going, right? Yes, these are bigger. These are bigger than a, giant squid Godzilla needs to be and I'm going to post it to Reddit because I keep telling y'all I'm going to do these things and I'm going to post it right now because I don't think you guys understand that we need to protect our environment we need to fix our ocean because this this ain't it I, I can't have this coming on land and according to this and I want you to know when I post this they claim this is the baby. They it claim they've never seen an adult. Did y'all see about the doomsday fish coming up though? What is a doomsday fish? Wait a minute. So I want y'all to know, I went to public school, okay? I, I didn't have National Geographic. So apparently it's these like really big, long silver fish that only comes up when something bad is about to happen. They live deep underwater like miles and miles under the water, but only surface when something bad is about to happen. 
I gotta Google this, and I'm so upset. Like, like, cause that just seems like that just seems dangerous. Oh yeah, and somebody, let's just say, not my geographic, or yeah, ate the fish, and I'm like, why would you eat the fish? Maybe they were hungry. That's different. Like you gotta eat when you. No, eat. no, they weren't hungry. They were curious. Wait. So where? Wait, wait. Where do you buy this fish? You don't buy it because it doesn't come up often. It only comes up when there's a big, when something big is about to happen, or that is the legend. There's thirty six feet long. Yes. F all of y'all. F. Oh yeah, why is I will never get in the ocean again? I will never get on a cruise again. I don't belong in a house. This is not okay. Listen, y'all. If if you make these oceans too hot to the point that they are right, like so I want y'all to understand what's happening, right? Because these are creatures that live at the bottom where it's cold, right? But if they're coming up, that means it's not cold at the bottom anymore. They're moving. Something's wrong with their environment. Like what? What? Yeah. No. Uh. Uh. Mm. I can't. I can't live like this. I can't. Oh, I just saw it. Have you guys? I'm gonna post this to the Reddit too. This is not okay. I mean, okay. So okay. Now I have to ask questions. Okay. I gotta ask my religious people something. Okay. What's your deity make this fish for? <laughs> what What is the contribution that this fish is supposed to do for your people? What, what was this fish? Was this the fish that ate Jonah? Because now I'm starting to think maybe this shit is real. Maybe that's what ate that dude. But by the way, that's not really free will because like, either way, you get what I'm trying to say? My, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say my, my deity, so to speak, is more like math and nature. So it just does whatever the fuck it can as fast as it can which is not super fast but it's in many many different directions how do these parts fit together what's possible with these chemical reactions what's possible with these genetics until doomsday fish and big fin squid uh and us screw it around with the environment bringing up big fin squid and doomsday fish to play because we're terrible that's that's how I feel about it. It's not uh like part of some master plan. It's just like like YOLO, you know, but on a universal scale. The deity that I know probably created a fish to give us warning. It's it is called a doomsday fish and it popped up. So why only in English? Is it called a doomsday fish and not English? Well, it's, I don't know what it's called in, um, I think they found it in Japan. I could be wrong. That's what I'm saying. That seems weird that in Taiwan, because I looked it up. Oh, in Taiwan, okay. No, wait. According to Japanese mythology, oh, hell. According to Japanese mythology, the oarfish sightings are an omen of a pending di disaster. The reunion, the reunion no tuxi. Reunion no which means messenger from the sea, God's palace. Oh gosh, I I don't understand. Oh, it's huge. 
It's huge. And uh, again, I'm not saying that black people don't do this, but the black people who do do this don't talk to other black people. Not for long. Mm -mm. And by choice, not because we did nothing to them, but they got different hobbies. We never interested in going on these trips. I would. Would you get in the water with this? Like I don't it's, know. this human is touching. Like there are multiple humans surrounding this fish. Oh, it is pretty at a distance. I will say that. Pretty. Call me Stevie. I didn't see nothing. I. I. No offense to you, one. I. I just. I'm nervous. Like I. I'm short and I'm round. I bet I'm delicious to an animal seeking revenge. Do you know how much seafood I eat? Didn't you just have some the other day? Yeah. Would you eat a Tuesday fish? Okay, so like, did somebody tell me? So let me start over. If you had offered me doomsday fish before today, before this moment, yes, I would have chowed down. Like I, I'm like blowfish is on my list. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't because I've even had sharks, but I can't get down with that. I shouldn't be eating that because that probably doesn't die. You know, you're on the, that borderline of the people we don't talk to because you're. Why? Why would you eat a blowfish? First of all, I haven't done it yet. Second of all, I mean. Obviously, the person cutting up the blowfish is a professional. Like, we don't hear motherfuckers dying every day on blowfish. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the people, I trust the process. But, gotta go, gotta go. I'm not risk adverse. I'm running for president of the United States looking like I look with policies like I like. I got. Okay. I mean, you okay. wouldn't trap open? Nope, I'm good. Would you try uh sword? Blowfish? Uh only under the right circumstances with like medical professionals close by. Um, because it can it can go wrong. But it's not super like it's not super likely to kill you if you treat it right away. Like it's just the drill. I mean, it's no, I don't think that that is any more dangerous than skydiving, base jumping. And I would, I would do all who, who the fuck is skydiving and base jumping? Not well, me. I've base jumped, but that's a, that's a thing. Okay, let me explain. Okay, okay. You, you're still on the borderline. Okay, but go ahead. I, I can, yeah, because I can explain that, right? Remember, I was in foster care. I was in a very unmelanated section of the world. I I was one of them black people. Who other black people to talk to? I, I I was that for a minute. I was. My life was different. So when they jumped, I was like, I ain't doing shit. Jump, right? But I could swim and I could float. And the boy was cute. Did I mention that? He was cute, attractive, physically. I I uh, I hear you. I mean, I, the argument of like, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you? I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good jumping yeah. bridge. Especially if it's a group of black people. If they start running, I'm running. Are you, Nisha? I'm running too. I, I, <laughs> I don't run, so I guess it's going to get me. Move quickly in a direction. 
move quickly in a direction. You just have to make sure there's somebody else behind you. <laughs> that's not right. That's not right. Oh, no, God. it'll be me. It'll be me, and that's okay. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. I mean, I do acknowledge that. You got to gotta go, got to go, but damn. Oh. Actually, you guys, I miss, I miss doing this. I feel like we covered a lot. Oh, I forgot to remind you guys. We, I was say, I feel like we covered almost everything very quickly tonight. But it was just, I think I was having fun with you guys. I want to be clear. Uh, people are still very upset at, you know, what's going on with the actor strike. Your, your, some of your favorite actors are not okay. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm going to say it publicly now. Because it needs to be said. Fuck Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Because they've had long enough. Nobody is spared from not doing the right thing. Like, we are not going to be the generation that just says, oh, they're busy. No one is too busy to fight against ethnic cleansing. And even Beyonce, bitch, you black. You need to be saying something about the Congo and the Sudanese. And again, there's still black people in Palestine, but at least your own people, you know what? You're no better than DJ can't do shit right college. That's so atrocious. And so Bayhive, you can come for me. You can come for me now. I had to march. People had to glue their hands. Motherfuckers had to throw their keys off bridges. Fuck them cunts because you need to take a stand. People are dying. And with that, I'm going to say we should end the show. <laughs> you know what? To be fair, also, didn't Kanye call out um, Bush? No, he, he was wrong. Kanye West was still wrong, people. Kanye wasn't right about nothing. I want to be clear. Now, to demonstrate to Christians how to forgive, I forgave Kanye when after four years of slavery was a choice. But Kanye was still very much wrong. He was not. He was not correct about the shit he said. That was still very much out of line. He can't. No, 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 no. Way before that. Way before that. Way about George Bush don't care about black people because that was the yes. last time Kanye made any sense. No, I'm agreeing with you by saying like Kanye, being him, still called out a president. So Beyonce and Taylor Swift. They can be calling out a president too. Cardi B, she came full swing. At least on the defunding of education. She says she ain't fucking with Biden no more. She ain't siding with genocide. So, yeah, I think that's my message for the night. Call this episode, because I'm always asked the next day, call this episode, fuck Beyonce and fuck Taylor Swift. Mm. <laughs> fuck and if you, if you have a platform, use it. Use it to make a stand. Yeah, because because when, like, I just think that people do not get it when they, like, once they're done bullying that batch of people, once they're no longer here, eventually they are coming for you next. You will be on the chopping block. It's just not your turn yet. All right, y'all. We getting out of here. Motherfucker. Good night. Bye.
Hello, my fellow podcast listeners. It's been a fantastic episode today. And before we wrap things up, we want to take a moment to talk about a crucial issue and a campaign that we all need to support. But first, let me thank you for tuning into our show. Your continued support is what keeps us going and allows us to bring you important discussions and insights. We also want to take a moment to share something that demands our immediate attention. Currently, American tax dollars are being used to fund multiple ethnic cleansings around the globe in places like Palestine, Congo, and Sudan. These are urgent humanitarian crises, and we must do our part to put a stop to this. We have the power to influence our government's decisions, and the Jasmine Sherman for President 2024 campaign is committed to addressing these global issues and working towards a more peaceful world. Now, on a different note, let's talk about an alarming statistic that affects us closer to home. Every year, about 600,000 people are reported missing in the United States. The numbers are staggering, with California topping the list at 2,133 missing persons reported, followed by Florida with 1,152 and Texas with 1,246. These states have the largest populations in the U.S., which may contribute to the higher number of missing person reports. Additionally, states like Arizona, Washington, and New York also have a significant number of missing persons reported. It's a sobering thought, and we want to encourage everyone to be vigilant and proactive. If you ever need to report someone missing or have any information that could help locate a missing person, please don't hesitate to email us at official account of fatsocialist.com. We'll do our part to share this information and support those in need. In conclusion, we are committed to making a positive impact on our world, both on the global stage and in our own communities. To stay updated on our efforts and join the conversation, follow us on all our social media channels. Let's work together to create a better, safer world for everyone. Thank you for listening and stay safe out there. Together, we can make a difference. Great show, you guys. It went Thanks. by it went by so fast. Like I didn't even realize like we had touched on everything until like we got to um the environmental article and I was like, oh shit, we already talked about this stuff. It was a good show. Yeah, thank you guys. Cause I, I actually at first because we were so quiet in here, I was like, oh, oh man, are we gonna be boring? <laughs> no. That was good. We were just saving our, our good words. Come here, Prince Akeem. All right, I got to go. Something's going on. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.